This is Dave Gentry and Barrett Boone, Small Stocks, Big Money, here in our studio in Orlando, Florida. Today we're going to talk about a research report from the Finance and Economics Discussion Series of the Federal Reserve Board in Washington, D.C. The title, End of an Era, The Coming Long-Run Slowdown in Corporate Profits and Stock Returns by Michael Smolyansky. Now, this is all going to lead back to why you should listen to our podcast every day and look for opportunities in the small and microcap space. Mr. Boone, start the discussion today. Sure. I think our listeners would find it prudent if they pulled up, let's say, SPY or even uh, the DGIX, right? And you zoom that chart out and look at the period between 1989 and 2019. What you're going to see is a massive bull run. Obviously, the American economy has been on a tear. Um, now, what the paper argues is this was largely due to declining interest rates and corporate tax cuts, which obviously, looking at things in a macroeconomic sense, makes total sense. But now that we're seeing rising corporate taxes and rising interest rates, Michael argues that this period of record corporate growth is coming to an end. So the corporate tax rates and the declining interest rates boosted corporate earnings, he said. And you're saying, he's saying, that such growth in the future is unlikely due to already historically low interest rates and tax rates. Uh, and they're predicting that stock market returns are likely to be no higher than 2%, the rate of GT GDP growth. So the author attributes over 40% of the growth in real corporate profits, again, from 89 to 19, to the reduction in interest in corporate tax rates. He says the growth that we've seen uh, from 89 to 2019 is not sustainable. So the excess returns on equities over the past three decades had to do more, this is what he argues, had to do more with luck than with compensation for bearing risk. Mr. Boone? That's right. You know, he talks a lot in the paper about the equity risk premium, which for our listeners that don't know, is the premium that uh, you end up paying or getting for a uh, buying equity, stocks in this case, over the relatively safer treasury bills, right? So previous research saw that the equity premium was typically around 6 to 7% per year. And uh, that was, of course, with risk-based explanations, which vary per industry. It's a very complex equation we're talking about here. And we're thinking, well, we're not thinking. Michael is thinking that the equity risk premium is going to narrow. That gap is going to narrow. Michael, of course, working at the Fed, wants you to buy T-bills. Interesting. Very interesting, Michael. So that leads us back to, if Michael's correct, you're not going to see the kind of returns that you've seen over the last 30 years going forward. Especially if you buy indexes, right? Especially if you buy the big indexes, your SPY, your QQQ, you're definitely not going to see these returns. If Michael is correct, the slowing corporate growth, you're going to expect maybe instead of the average 8% out of the S&P 500, Michael thinks you'll see 2%. Very interesting, Michael. I wish you were here in the room with us. See if we can get an interview with Michael. You have his number, we'll give him a call. So you should have Microsoft, and you should have Disney, you should have Tesla, and you should have Fortune 500 companies in your portfolio. But for the big returns, you look at microcap 
and small caps, which is the riskiest asset class, but also the most inefficient part of the market. We're bringing you opportunities here at Redshift before they are blown up into the national spotlight. So you get to find undiscovered, and many times, we hope, all the time, undervalued companies. I'll give you just a few examples historically. Redshift was the first company in 1992, when we were founded, to put coverage on Starbucks. We put coverage on Dactronics, uh, Winnebago. These are not our clients. These are companies that we put coverage on. Clients include companies like Perfumania. That's a past client of Redshift companies. New Tech Business Services. Celsius. We represented Celsius when they're a little bulletin board stock. So join us every day and we'll bring you new ideas here at Small Stocks Big Money. And I wanted you to leave Barrett them with one of your favorite Redshift client stocks, which is not, I know you have a lot of favorites, but what's on your mind today? I love graphics. Graphics technologies. You want to talk about getting in the ground floor of the ESG slash EV supply chain fiasco that the U.S. has been dealing with for years. We can't make our own batteries here. How are we supposed to make our own EVs? Chrysler already wants to move every single one of their cars into an EV-only vehicle. No internal combustion engines. What do they need to do that? Not only do they need lithium, they need graphite. Graphite is an essential part of any battery in an EV or not. Where do we get the graphite from now? China. What is GraphX doing? GRFX on the Nazi American. They're building a plant in Warren, Michigan, in our backyard, bringing vehicle production back to the States where it belongs. And this is no startup, GraphX. What's the symbol? One more time. GRFX. This is not a startup. This is a company with revenue growth and a company that we believe and they believe in the not too distant future will reach profitability. Graphics. Stock of the year. Pick of the day. It is definitely, if you look at the industry comps and you look at the multiples that, it, that they trade at compared to graphics, this is still an undiscovered stock, a great buy today. Again, I'm Dave Gentry with Barrett Boone here at Small Stocks, Big Money. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. Some of the companies featured on this episode are red chip client companies, and we may own stock in these companies. So please always read our disclosures at redchip.com.